Hey, what's up, everybody? Let me get my wiring together. How did I press record and then not have my equipment all ready to talk to you guys? Um, but nevertheless, I, I like to, when I do my podcast, one thing I'm always mindful, mindful of, and that is uh, what one of my uh, mentors told me, my former mentors, uh, Nicole Walters, she said, functioning over fancy functioning over fancy basically do not sit around and wait for everything to be perfect in order for you to execute um then a lot of times like the over <clears throat> overthinking or the analysis paralysis or the perfectionism um is oftentimes the root of fear and we don't take that step because of um just focusing on fancy over functioning um, and so I am always mindful of that um, when I do a podcast or whenever I am offering my service or offering like my gifts um, to people, um, to you guys, or, or even my family or just, just me, you know, the relationship that I have with me. Remember, it all starts with you um, and the relationship that you have with you. The relationship that you have with you. Um, this is what I had to cultivate. This is what um, God showed me along the way. This is what I learned about love. I had to do a lot of unlearning. I had to do a lot of unlearning, um, and and really just constantly being um, awakened, uh, consciously being conscious of my thoughts, of my body, of what I was taking in, of what I was dishing out. Um, giving and receiving. I had to consciously be aware of that. And as I was consciously being aware of that, you know, meditating helped that. Uh, meditate, meditation is no woo-woo type of thing. Um, it, it's not really about a place of arrival. I used to think that um, when I used to see all the gurus and see all the fancy pictures of people looking so peaceful um, in the... Um, they're sitting in the Indian style, and they're nicely um, loose clothes, and they're they're soft tone. It's like wow, you know, those people are perfect. Those meditators, <laughs> those meditators are what some perfect people. And maybe I have to meditate like them, and it's not like that. Um, meditating can be as simple as taking a breath and listening to your thoughts emptying out any negative thoughts. Meditating overall is about redirecting your mind to things that are of, of, of above. Meditating is about redirecting the mind. I've learned so much about the mind. Um, I, I used to believe and think um, subconsciously that the mind had more control over me. And what I found myself doing was I was following my mind and I wasn't, I wasn't being the parent over my mind. And, you know, if you, you might say, well, what is a parent over your mind being? Mean, Cammie, what is a, you know, being the, having the parent or being the parent over your mind? What do you, what do you mean by that? And what I mean by that is being the parent over your mind is the, I'm going to give you an analogy. Let's just say. If you bought a puppy, you bought a puppy and, uh, you know, you're teaching it where to go. You have it on a leash and you're taking it for a walk. And most likely, what do puppies do? 
they go their own way. They kind of, you know, just kind of do their own thing. And you kind of gently tug them, guide them back. to oh, this is the right way. We're going this way. Or even if you think of um, oftentimes, like uh, when my, my, my babies, when they're not babies anymore, but when my, when my daughters were younger, um, I, I'm often reminded, especially my, my youngest, um, when she would, when I was teaching her how to walk, she would just like, go off just go crazy like I'm free <laughs> and you know sometimes when we would go places I would you know like guide her like no baby let's go this way come on let's go this way and so that's oftentimes that's a very similar um, a parable or analogy of how I have learned how to be a parent over my mind and when you guide your mind to things of a, that are above when you guide your mind to things that are higher uh, positive thought, um, unconditional love, abundance, um, that heaven on earth experience, when you guide your mind to that, when you tell your mind how you want to think, how you want to be, how you want to feel, your mind is going to eventually surrender. There are different parts of our brains oftentimes that it has an imbalance. And a lot of our imbalance comes from our childhood or even in past lives, if you believe in that. Um, you know, a trauma or experiences that we've had in our, in our childhood or trauma that we've, that we've, that we've experienced or uh, things that we've attached to energetically from our parents or from our, our grandparents or from our guardians. Um, and oftentimes I remember uh, Dr. Brunel, Brunel Anderson, she mentioned um, that oftentimes we are carrying certain uh, traits or certain genes um, from our ancestors that we haven't, from ancestors that we've never even met before. So oftentimes you could be struggling with a certain um, um, trait and it, and you never met, you know, the, the person or the, the ancestor or the grandmother who passed that down to you, that trait down to you, that tendency down to you, um, uh, good or, or not so good. Oftentimes we're not even aware of it. Um, and, and many times when it comes to things that we're trying to break from or, tra uh, or, or traits or certain habits that we're trying to break from, oftentimes we're not even consciously aware of how to break from them and why we have them. And, and a, lot of, a lot of our um, responses to life, our responses in our relationships, our response to ourselves has a lot to do with things that we are not consciously aware of. And so my journey, when I went on my journey, um, of, of really what I call it my soul journey, my soul growth, my soul awakening that I went three years ago with God. This was all that I was learning. I was being guided. God was showing me uh, things were awakening within me. It was like I had a DNA code, like this, this, this DNA code that was, that had awakened, um, within me and all the stuff that I had like picked up that had to do with trauma or fear or pain or betrayal or you can't trust people unforgiveness and bitterness and, and, and anger and a lot of fear all that stuff that I carried as myself and being on guard and being on the defense all that stuff um, I realized on a soul level that that really wasn't me but for 
some reason, I thought that this was how I was supposed to be and how to live. And so, you know, I believe in uh, divine timing. I believe in providence. Um, and God saved me from myself. Now, what do I mean by that? Um, really, every area of my life was chaos. I just didn't know how to bring harmony to it. I didn't know how to bring harmony to it. I was using the same tools that I was taught of how to be happy, how to be successful. This is what you do um, when you re- when you want to become um, successful. This is this is this is what it looks like. This is what it feels like. This is what love is. And don't do this and don't do that. And <clears throat> all of the advice, all of what I saw, all of what I took in, it wasn't to do me any harm. It wasn't to do me any harm, but yet I understood when God awakened me to the truth of what things really is, which is love. When I started awakening to that stuff, all of the fear, all of the anxiety, the depression, the, um, the unworthiness, the uh, feeling of abandonment, the feeling that you can't, I can't trust people, feeling that, you know, uh, all, of the, all of that stuff. All of, all of those wounds, all of those scars that I had picked up, I was being guided to figure out how to unlearn them. And one of the ways that I figured out how to unlearn them, and that was through prayer, but mainly when I really started, prayer was really my honest plea. When I say that, when I started on this journey, it was due to the failure of my life and my prayer or my cry out to God literally was show me me, show me me. I don't really want you to fix the stuff in my life, God, like that's cool and all, but I have a feeling that this has to do with the stuff that I picked up and not in a sense of blaming. It's just acknowledging what it was and what I felt. God, I have a feeling, and I'm paraphrasing the experience that I have with God, my encounter with God, my prayer with God. I was like, God, I, you know, I have a feeling that the stuff that I have within me, not only is not me, it's not only me, but I feel that I am supposed to be something else. I feel that I am not being who I am authentically. I feel that all this defense mechanism, all this stuff that I picked up, I don't feel that this is who I am authentically because my body is resisting it, is resisting it, is rejecting it. I remember going on a uh, constantly going on fad diets, thinking that, okay, well, I'm going to, you know, uh, lose 25 pounds and then I'm going to feel happy. And I remember thinking, okay, oh, well, I'm going to join, um, you know, this, this Weight, Watch, Weight Watcher system or, you know, Nutrisystem or whatever, the, you know, those, uh, um, you know, weight loss plans were. I remember thinking that and I would lose it and then I would gain it. I would lose it and I would gain it. I would say, okay, well, then I'll just be a chubby girl, you know. And I didn't, I wasn't, when I had awakened, when God had really just brought me, just really pulled the curtains and showed me not who you are all of this stuff that you have on you isn't the truth of who you are and I'm getting ready to show you who you really are now this became something that I did on my own this became something that 
I thought I was doing for myself. But I realized whenever God um, brings you into light, it's always a bigger picture. It's always to help other people. That's just what it is. And I knew that there was a sort of a responsibility. It was a sort of a responsibility that I knew that I had been called to. It was a responsibility that I knew I had been called to. And I knew that it was something sacred. I knew that it was something valuable. And I knew that it was something for mankind and for others to hear. And I knew that in order for for healing to really take place, um, that I had to experience healing in my own life, within me, within me. The life that was within me. I had to allow the life that had been planted inside of me, my soul, the very soul of me. I knew that if I focused on that, if I watered that, no matter how hard it looked, no matter how confusing it might seem, I had this inner knowing on a soul level that I knew I was going to be the person that I was called to be. I just knew it. I knew it. That's all I can say. I knew it. And so I went on the journey. And as I went on the journey with definitely with uncertainty and uncertainty in the sense of I didn't know how or, you know, the exact steps to take. But I just started leaning within. I just started taking those steps. If you would like some help on, you know, taking that step on your own journey, go ahead and log on my website. It's www.caminight.org. And on that website, what you will find are free resources. There are free resources. One is how to heal from self-sabotaging beliefs. Um, that's a free download. And then I also have um, a seven day Um, seven days of a new belief challenge and what you will get is a new um, inspiring uh, letter from me to your email and each day will be steps each day will be um, a revelation of how to start how to start creating new beliefs and then I also have if you would like to Um, invest monetarily I also have a six-week course called how to heal from self-sabotaging beliefs this one you can take your own time you can go at your own pace it is over way over six segments of different um, elements breaking it down all the way to starting with your childhood healing from your childhood wounds many wounds that we are not even aware of things that we're acting out as adults and we're not even aware that it has to do with the wounded child that we are oftentimes we're acting out as an adult and we're not consciously awakened to those things so I have those those tools um, on my website Um, well actually the uh, the six-week how to heal from self-sabotaging course that I have um, you would have to email me at a higher love at caminight.com um, so once again, my uh, website is www.caminight.org. And my email, if you would like to purchase a six-week course for $27, um, that is my gift to you. For $27, I will send you the coupon code um, to get it for that price. But yes, that's, um, that's exactly what it is. And uh, yeah. So back to what I was what, what talking about as far as 
you know, God was really showing me the steps. Um, I want to talk today. I want to talk today in particular. I want to talk today in particular about creating new genes. Creating new genes. G-E-N-E-S. Genes. Not genes that you wear, even though I do like genes. Especially the high-waisted ones. But I'm talking about genes. Creating new genes. G-E-N-E-S. You ever heard people say, well, that's just how I am. Or my mom was like that, so I'm like that. From a, from a pessimistic standpoint. Or, you know, well, you know, because this happened... And I'm just, it just is what it is. And a sense of powerlessness, coming from a place of powerless, feeling powerless, feeling that you cannot create the life that you desire. Oh, I've been there. I've been there. And that's because I didn't know any better. I didn't know any better. I thought that I had to pound at the pavement. I thought life was hard. And it's not negating the challenges, but it's the perspective and and how we perceive, how we perceive challenges and what we focus on. There is a saying by Dr. Wayne Dyer that says, what you focus on expands. What you focus on expands. And so as I begin to go on this walk of awakening, as I begin going on this walk with God, with the divine, with my higher self, I really um, started seeing I started seeing that as the layers, the walls begin falling off, as I begin being healed from my wounds, and as the stuff began releasing out of my system, I started seeing more light that was within me. I started seeing what was real. And it was on a conscious level that I was releasing the beliefs, releasing the thoughts releasing the truth what and what I mean when I say releasing the truth oftentimes my belief that I that I said was true the beliefs were not true so so what what do I mean by this for example my belief was I believed that um uh, that I couldn't trust people just nobody that was my belief and that belief was based out of my experience and what I was told about people growing up. And if, you know, your parents tell you this, if your parents have told you this or someone that you admire or someone that, that had a major influence on your life or someone that, you know, you were just trying to figure out life and they were the main role model in your life and they oftentimes... We listen to them. We listen to that advice, right? Because we say, okay, you know, I'm learning how to be, how to think, how to feel, how to love in society, how to love myself. And we're watching subconsciously. We're taking all this information in, you know, as children. And then, you know, as adults, we're, this is what oftentimes what we're operating out of, what we're operating out of. Um, now this not this is, may not be everybody's story. I'm speaking from my story. This was my story, and this is not to say woe is me or anything like that, or or that that all of my life was nothing but pessimism. I don't even know if that's a word, y'all. 
but negativity. Um, but a lot of what I saw, a lot, with all honesty, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> a lot of what I saw, a lot of what I experienced, a lot of what I was taught had a lot to do with fear, had a lot to do with believing that life was hard. And so when I say creating new genes, when you're creating new genes, it's like thinking of, think of a keyboard. Think of a keyboard. And when you think of a keyboard, think of those, the keys on the keyboard as your genes. The genes that, that are, I would say the bad genes. The genes that are, you know, not serving you. The genes of, of lower expectation. The genes of, you know, well, mom had alcoholism, so I'm going to have alcoholism. Oftentimes, we are saying this to ourselves. Oftentimes, we are saying this to ourselves subconsciously, and we're not even aware of this. So I'm speaking of those, the, the, the keys on the keyboard. The keys on the keyboard. And the keys on the keyboard... When you, when you hit the keys on the keyboard, those keys represent the genes, those genes that I just mentioned. And when you're playing them, it becomes, it becomes the instrument of your life. When you're playing them, it becomes the instrument of your life. It becomes the song. It becomes your rhythm. It becomes your song and it becomes your rhythm. It becomes your song and it becomes your rhythm. And when it becomes your song and your rhythm, it is what you are receiving. What you are giving out is what you are receiving. What you are giving out is what you are receiving. And so when we're pressing those keys, those genes, when we're saying, yes, okay, yeah, no, I'm not going to be nobody. Or yeah, you know, I got hurt when I was five. So that's just kind of how life is. And that's just kind of, I'm just going to walk around with this shield to protect me. Because yes, that's true. And I'm not negating hurt, hurtful experience. I am not uh, diminishing your experiences that were not, um, you know, that were hard. That were hard. You know, for many of us, you, for many of us, for many of you have experienced hard, traumatic experiences. Oh gosh, no, I am not saying that those, you're not um, worth your feelings. You're not worth your tears you're not worth it you know saying that that happened to you oh gosh no oh gosh no I'm not saying ignore ignore that that hurt you or or just get over it Mm -mm. oh gosh no I'm here to help set you free from it I'm here to help set you free from it. I'm also not only that, not only that, I'm here to help show you to help show you that you don't need it you do and when I say that I mean you don't need to hold on to the pain and let me tell you why this is so heavy this is so heavy for many this is so heavy for many when it comes to if you've experienced trauma in your childhood this comes so heavy for so many and it that part of your brain that fear versus flight the primal part of your brain that primal part of your brain that wants to protect you from fear, protect you if you were in a jungle and you saw a tiger coming your way, that part of that brain, the primal part of your brain, the reptilial part of your brain, 
is that that part of your brain is what you need to say get out of here get out of here and so so that part of your brain is used but if we have experienced trauma or heavy uh, experience of fear I know for many you know I grew up I'm in a, a religious home, and this is not negating religion at all. I'm just stating my story. I grew up in a very um, religious home, and um, you know, a lot of fear about God was was the teaching that the 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 base the base of my teaching or base of what I taught about learning about God, about getting close to God, was fear based, was of lack, was feeling that you know that God was like this superior supreme being that um looked down on children his children and or 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 sort of like detached um you know himself from uh people and I remember that feeling I remember that feeling I remember and it created you know a lot of those wounds a lot of those wounds that's where it created from but I want to hear I want to come on here And tell you that you can create new genes. You are no better in a sense of uh, different. I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. You are no different. You are no different. From the person that you might see who looks so full of life. life. You are no different from the person that looks extremely happy and full of love. You are no different from them. It's all about a matter in your belief and your perspective. And creating new genes. New genes. When you create, you can literally, they have a scientific study on it. You can literally create new genes by shifting your brain waves, by shifting the circuit. It's like the old circuit that you were operating under becomes dead. It's not that it's not there. But it becomes dead because there's no, you're no longer uh, watering that frequency. You're no longer watering that frequency, but you're creating new genes, new thought, new alignment. That takes a process, and the Holy Spirit helps you. That's a process. It is attainable, and the Holy Spirit helps you along the way. If you want to create a new path for your life, if that desire is in you, then it is meant for you to make the choice to allow it to come into physical fruition. It does not matter what your background looked like. It does not matter where you came from. It doesn't matter where you came from. It matters about what you are choosing now. 
what you are choosing now. So I have so much more that I can talk about. But I'm going to leave on that note and let you know that you can create new genes. There's a study. And you guys, I was doing my own science experiment on myself. Y'all, I look younger now than I did when I was 10 years ago. Heck, 15 years ago. Probably earlier than that. I look younger now because I feel lighter. When you, and when you allow love to feel within you, you look different, you feel different, you walk different. Let me mention this. One bad thought on your journey does not mean that you've gone backwards. Let me say that again. A bad thought does not mean on your journey of ascension, on your journey of growth, on your journey of awakening to what you truly desire, of what God really wants for your life, of what you really are called to be in this life. A place of love, a place of abundance, a place of joy, a place of peace, a, a place of tranquility. That place, that place, that place and more, that place and more is already within you. It's just the stuff that covers it. It's just the wounds that sort of is the distortion of that. But do know that you have everything that it takes to lean into it. And I'm so happy to be able to help you on today. You can go ahead and write me. I would love to hear from you. If you would like for me to pray for you, I would love to do that as well. You have so much power to create the life that you desire. Be patient with you. It is your process. It's already yours. It is rather about being consciously and intentional about your alignment. Thank you for joining me on this Saturday. I will see you guys another time. You can create new genes. Bye.